So while I listen to the second part of the Harper High story, um, as a listener, certain parts of the story as I was listening are kind of shocking to me. Um, similar to the first part, the the interactions the interviewer had with certain s- specific students, um, they, they they just shocked me listening to them. Like for example, the uh, the kid that got the kid that shot his own brother, he uh, he ended up running away because he had a gun. He got charged with um, possession of a firearm, and he ran away. And it was also kind of disturbing to hear how he he was going through depression, and he felt like no none of his family members and no one would miss him if he would just disappear. And then he ended up running away anyway. That was kind of sad. And it was also interesting seeing how um, the environment the the environment the kids were in how they've kind of adapted and they've adapted to that kind of lifestyle for example the kids they know exactly where to get guns and they know who to call like what certain gangs and cliques they need they had call to get guns um but besides that Another thing that shocked me was how uh, the budget of the school just fluctuates. Like next year, uh, the principal was Principal Sanders was saying that it, it does it's not going to look good next year because they have to let a few people go. I think it said like a tenth of the staff might be let go, and that's that's pretty huge for a school like Harper that's subject to like a lot of violence um so oh yeah the structure of the podcast now I'm moving on to engage my intellectual so the structure of the podcast so much like the first part of the Harper High story, I like how um, Ira Glass or the interviewer, they were going back and forth between information they'd found out and spe- they were going to specific people and stories and talking about them. The link between the two, like the background research they did and listening to the uh, their certain interviews they did with the kids, um, the combination of the two worked really well to... Um, really paint the picture of what it's like to live in a community like Harper High. And I liked how at the end, um, he addressed the uh, question about how uh, people thought they just, that Hourglass picked the worst and most violent high school in Chicago, but that wasn't true. He just picked one. There's plenty other high schools that are going through similar and even worse things than Harper High. And he showed that at the end by giving examples. I also liked how he 
in part one, he was talking about Devante, but then he revisited Devante and showed how uh, the violence affected him, how killing his, the effect of killing his brother ultimately led to him uh, being more troubled down the road and eventually just running away. And uh, that's pretty much my reaction on the Hyper, Harper High School Part 2.